Hi, Marikita. Get a Spanish name. I'm Natasha from Diversity and Blockchain. And you may or may not know that each interview we do, we ask um, the guest to leave a question for the next guest. So for you, the question is, what do you think the future of Web3 will look like and how will it be implemented in our everyday lives? Good question. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, I think there's well, there's several ways to kind of look at that. But I think like, uh, it's always good to kind of start off by looking at what we can kind of see is already happening in the space now and kind of extrapolate from that, right. So I think, you know, one thing we can we can expect looking forward into the future is, is like, you know, looking at how Web3 is kind of fundamentally changing kind of the chemistry around like community but also like supporting creators in ways that we just haven't seen before, you know, like as we sort of look over the kind of history of the internet and how it's evolved through like web one and two all the way to where we are now. Um, I think, uh, you know, we can already see the, the, the changes that are happening because creators for the first time are, are sort of seeing kind of an incentive to actually put their work out there and know that like not only can they you know if if it's well received not only can they can they sort of feel that that work isn't just going to go towards kind of providing a financial base for say facebook or instagram or or whatever kind of social media platforms have been out there in web2 previously um but it can actually benefit them right um not just financially as i was saying but also uh in terms of kind of building this kind of community around them um and so like i think that is really interesting um, and I think the other thing that I don't know the kind of other thing I would add to that is like we're so we are still really early I know that that gets thrown around a lot but like it's true <laughs> you know like we're still at a phase where the technology isn't mm, as seamless as it will be one day I think that's another thing to kind of expect as we're sort of looking forward into the future um, I remember listening to a podcast, um, I think it was with Mark Cuban, I'm not sure, but he was talking about how um, back in the day, uh, like when they were sort of presenting this idea that you could stream sports events and things like that. It was it was like such a new concept. People were like, yeah, but you can listen to it on the radio. Like, why would you even do that? And also, like, one thing that was really surprising to me, because I don't remember, um, I was too young back then, but it was not easy, actually, to get hold of the technology and, like, go through the sort of dial-up, I suppose it was. I'm not even sure. I, can, I can't even remember exactly that, like, the steps that he spoke through. Um, you know, it, it involved like a fair investment and a bit of time and kind of learning the technology very much like we're seeing in, in Web3 now, right? Um, and now it's like everybody does this. So I think that um, one thing we can expect is that it will become more seamless over time. And we're already starting to see signs of that with like the Starbucks loyalty scheme and that kind of thing, right? They're not even calling it NFTs. And I think that, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to see that shift too. Um, but the other thing, just sort of going back to what I was saying before uh, about like the support of creators um, is and, and, and of community is that I think we're not going to necessarily know what that's going to produce. You know, it's like it's like 
if you look if you look into the past and you look at like artistic movements that have been that have sort of arrived at different sort of stages in history but also if you look at something as recent as disability justice like disability disability justice emerged in 2005 as a framework because of web 2 because people for the first time could sort of connect through facebook and these sorts of things like so if we've already seen those sorts of changes being facilitated by technology or like different ways that people have been able to kind of communicate and share ideas like we don't even really know what's kind of brewing right now um mm -hmm. so yeah in a way it's a bit of a vague answer but like <laughs> yeah I, I i i think that um the changes that are being put in place are going to like when we look back we're just going to be amazed at what mm -hmm. it's what it's going to facilitate for sure all right so what is your interest in blockchain what are you doing here that's a great question. Um, so my interest in blockchain, I um, so my background is sort of within the NGO world and kind of social justice, that kind of thing. Um, and my interest is, I've realized that what I'm really interested in kind of fundamentally is like looking at what is on the cusp of kind of societal change but kind of marrying that with how can we ensure that this change happens in the best possible way, right? Because there's always power plays that are happening. <laughs> so it's like, you know, how can, you know, and I can't, I can't speak for everybody. I know that, but, but when I say we, I guess I mean in the broadest sense, like people who haven't historically had the easiest access to sort of resources, opportunities, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, like blockchain to me, it's just like, it's it's something that I feel is gonna really revolutionize the way that we do things. So I kind of wanna be here and I want to sort of help in whatever tiny way I can sort of push things towards how it can really sort of live up to these decentralized principles and things like that and kind of serve people. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my my interest. <laughs> okay, cool. um, and is your is your current profession related to this at all? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a freelance writer. Um, I I write quite broadly in the space. So um i've been doing sort of journalistic pieces interviewing art mainly artists but also covering kind of community how community is forming within the space mm -hmm. um but i've also been doing sort of more copywriting and like kind of helping organizations who want to grow um and kind of harness that kind of like more sort of marketing and strategic kind cool. of um perspective like help them sort of navigate in the space so 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 yeah like i've i've been working in web3 i would say since not even that long like since may <laughs> but yeah. um it's like you say we're, we're all new like <laughs> we're all new we're all new and i've been interested in it before then right so mm -hmm. um yeah that's yeah, kind of like cool. my work uh, like something that's made me think while you were answering that question i don't know if you would know if not, it doesn't matter. Do you know if there's like an artist directory, as in a digital artist directory? Wow. That is such a great question. Off the top of my head, no, I don't know, but... No, I'm not sure um, either. Curiosity. Yeah, I but I would say, I don't know, maybe it's a bit of a cheeky plug, yeah, but like uh, Culture 3 covers a lot of artists, so like it's a, yeah, it's a good 
it's a good publication to check out. It's fine. I'm, like, I'm happy to hear about all of them. It's like, we're, we're no shame with plug in here. Culture, what oh, was cool. it? <laughs> Culture three. Okay, cool. As in like Web3, like numerical yeah. three, yeah. All right, cool. I'll have a look for it. All right, so um, like we say, we're all new in this. Um, what resources have you used to learn? That's Yeah, that's, that's that's a great question. It's good to kind of share what people have been doing. Um, so I suppose like two of the communities, again, I feel like community is, is, is really important in this space and like sort of connecting with the ones that you can really trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and two of those have been um, the Invisible College community and Surge. So Surge, so Invisible College is kind of like quite sort of, it's, it's, it's a general kind of, space for anyone who kind of wants to learn about the space um, and it's got quite a strong sort of focus on education um, and it's like it's an amazing community like they're super like the people running it are super committed um, and have like a really great vision of you know what again like what what the space sort of could be right mm-hmm. um, so I really recommend them sort of checking them out um and yeah surge is like a community that's for women and non-binary people um and it can be really it can be really great to be in a community where you sort of see yourself reflected i guess um yeah so through them and what other resources it's interesting anyway i guess yeah every time there's something new that comes up like the resources are out there it's just sifting they, through they are. and finding the ones that you can relate to that are written in, in your exactly. language. Yeah. What about um what about challenges? Challenges. Oh yes. <laughs> I've had challenges. Um I mean I I've had this, you know, I've 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 gone through the whole kind of scam thing, like you know, I've I've invested in a rug pull, that kind of thing. So those are challenges, you know, it's like we really have to in Web3, especially right now, especially at this point, probably always just be like super, you know, it's on our, it's, it's, it's on us. Like, and I don't mean that in this kind of, I kind of don't, like there's this whole sort of discourse that sometimes I feel a bit uncomfortable with which is just this kind of radical um kind of you know we're responsible we're solely responsible and I don't I don't think that fully takes into account um like differentiated like power dynamics you know like I don't think it's fair (laughs) or like I don't know that I, I feel like maybe there's other ways between us as communities and that's why I think as well it's really important to have these spaces where um, people who haven't had these opportunities um, can kind of learn together and support each other and hopefully sort of build build communities and, and kind of links between themselves um, because because yeah like if you if you're not if you're not used to sort of having opportunities dangled in front of you for the first time in your life you know you might not necessarily have it takes some learning and some getting used mm-hmm. to to be like okay not every necessarily as it seems like yeah 
I, I think like we have to have like such a strong level of like emotional maturity and like listening to our intuition and all of that kind of stuff, which is great to learn anyway, but it's always easier to do that if you're not isolated. So one thing, it's not quite the question, but one thing I would really say to everyone is like, try to make sure you're not isolated and don't feel ashamed if you mess up. Like mm -hmm. it's not unlikely to happen when you're starting out, unfortunately, when you don't realize that you have to shut your discord down, you know, like put all the yeah. security things in place and you don't realize, I don't know when like you think your friend is messaging you, but it's actually something else. And, you know, you yeah. just have to be, take your time. Don't rush. And if you feel like you have to rush, that's actually a red, a red flag. It's like playing mm -hmm. on some kind of chemical thing in our brain. Anyway, I don't know if I went off on one a bit, but like, it's that's a challenge. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Especially like you say, because it's all new, isn't it? It's like, what can I trust? What can't I trust? I think there, there are yeah. some, some pages out there. Somebody mentioned one. I can't remember who it was, but um, it's called blockum.io. I had a look at it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming it's also safe, but you can run any anything from Web3 through it, and it's like an ad blocker, so it would tell you if it's a scam or not, like a scam blocker. But I, I, haven't, I haven't used it. It's just another one to, to think about. My yeah. child is here knocking on the door. What? Quick, quick. Oh, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally recording here keep it silent girls <laughs> i'm glad the video is not going out um okay so from a diversity perspective then um within your work because you are a copywriter right how important do you think language is for um like uh in i can say it in spanish now but not in english they've distracted me uh, how important do you think language is to, to propel diversity in what you write? Yeah, I mean, it's it's massive, right? It's 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 because it's everything to do with like representation and access and um, yeah, like I think being being conscious about the words that you use. I would say that um, it's been kind of e a little bit easier for me to do that in in journalism um you know I've, I've I've maybe been quite fortunate um to be able to kind of ensure that for example as well you know when we're talking about women you know it's really important to make it super clear that we're talking about women like in an inclusive way you know things like that and I would say that that has been kind of easier to draw out because journalism at the end of the day sort of feels like it's a little bit well they're both about storytelling right but it's like different <laughs> um yeah so like I feel I feel like in in journalism it's been kind of easier for me to do that and I've really been able to dive in and kind of think and I've and it's it's cool like I've been learning things as well like you know I remember one time my editor like asked me a question about like oh something I'd worded and he was like oh should we just say LGBTQ or something and I was like no like we should use the exact phrasing mm -hmm. you know and this was me learning at the same time like I, I was learning this right I was like no we should use the exact phrasing that this community has used to identify themselves mm 
Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like when you're getting to talk to lots of different people from different communities as well, like you kind of, in, and, and in that way, because it's very much like interviewing people and like building people's stories into the article, like, yeah, it's kind of, it's been easier to do that, but it's so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important not to, you know, invisibilize, like it can be, it can be something and I hope I haven't done it. And maybe at some point I have, cause I think we often don't yeah. realize, right? sure we've all done it but it's just being open again to to, to totally. you know somebody correcting you and, and being oh, yeah. open to that correction <laughs> i'm gonna be 10 minutes more thanks <laughs> hi what they like um okay what um what practical steps do you think uh web3 companies in general can take to become more inclusive or diverse yeah it's yeah that's that's a really important thing to think about and it's funny because I, I actually kind of wonder in a way I feel like my answer I'm not sure that it's really different to an answer I would give from any space um mm-hmm. so I'd be interested in sort of thinking yeah like what would be different about web3 in this context but basically I think it comes down to looking around at our organizations and sort of you know who's in them and in what roles and if we're seeing if we're identifying gaps and lacks or like you know that certain certain like echelons of the organization sort of look very homogenous mm-hmm. um i think it's about um trying to find ways to lift people up to take on roles that are not just like you know I feel like sometimes projects can like want to sort of say that they're um complying by sort of filling a few roles but you really need to have a diversity of people in positions of 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 power basically Mm -hmm. and that also means supporting people because it's not something that you can do from like one day to the next uh in in the in the NGO that I, I I used to work in previously here in Bolivia like we went through this process and it was very much about like sort of taking time out of your day to kind of provide sort of like almost like kind of a training to be like you know because it's just like if you've never gone through that before you won't necessarily know you have to open up your contacts to people you know you have to open doors for people it's proactive as well mm-hmm. it's, it's making sure we talk about it in terms of like making sure people creating conditions for people to be able to assume positions of more power so that's like like I said that's not specifically web three but but I feel like I feel like my answer wouldn't really change yeah unless no it's I, only because yeah. I get like you know like everything not everything else that's very broad, but with Web3 still being new and like you yeah. still have time to, to change it from the from the outset, if you know yeah. what I mean. But yeah, I mean, this is again, this is why we are doing these kind of interviews to get some different insights yeah. and try and like, you know, round up all of that knowledge because I don't think anybody has the, the correct no. answer. You know? Yeah. Um, so let me have a look. What um what barriers to entry have you noticed then? Hmm. Yeah, I would say barriers to entry. Okay, so I have noticed that. Like, I still think so. I can speak from my experience personally, and then I can mm-hmm. speak to what I've heard friends say to me. So, from an experience that I don't have, 
like as uh, as a neurodivergent person, <laughs> like I still think that it's I don't know, like we have a different way of communicating. Um, and I would really, I would really love it if people could like learn how we are a little because you know obviously every single person is unique right and that goes for neurodivergent people autistic people holistic people whatever we're all unique that said there are some traits that make say autistic people kind of you know what we are mm -hmm. so I would really love for people to kind of learn a bit more about what that means and to understand that like you know even if our way of communicating seems brusque at times or like you know we don't seem to kind of just get down with like hierarchies and social norms that like everyone else gets mm -hmm. like we're very driven you know like we have so like in the main we're very driven by honesty we're very driven by like certain things like we have certain skills and I just feel like we could we could complement each other like a lot more whereas like I feel that still what happens is that I don't know, there's something where, something about the way that I and other neurodivergent people communicate that just doesn't seem to like, it just doesn't get us, <laughs> well, like, um, people just don't love it, I don't know. <laughs> when you when you said that would like to get inside of your head kind of thing, um, can you think of a specific, one specific thing that you wish we understood? We, yeah. you know, non-neurodivergent. Sure. Yeah, I think it would be, oh God, the one thing. I think it would be to figure out, like, to, to look beyond, to, to, to know that, what we, that we say what we mean, but, like, very often what we, it, it's coming from a good place. Yeah. It's very often coming from a good place. Like, we just say what we mean um and like yeah so, like that's you think, like that's a you think to not for non-neurodivergent people then to, to to not not pay attention to the tone or the delivery but like look beyond that yes. kind of thing yes. and just yes. like yes. hear the message yes. without emotion making it all emotional and yeah yeah, and also just be like, you know what, this person might not be saying what fits this situation, and yeah. I might not like that. But what are are they say? Are they saying anything that's useful, or like why are they saying that? And and I think you know the other thing that kind of really goes along with that, yeah, is this like, you know, we're, we're often called like in Spanish like inocente, right? Like very kind of trustworthy, and like we're we're. I don't know. I think, yeah, the one thing would be that, like, what is the thing that we're trying to communicate? And can we just find a way to sort of meet that's based on trust? Because, 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 yeah, like, we're, we're not really in the main, we we don't really play social games. We don't manipulate. That's the thing. Maybe that's where the, the, the disconnect is. It's like, we're not trying to manipulate the situation. Yeah, yeah. We're not really like, we're kind of open book, uh -huh. but it's like, you know what are we saying that can help the situation and can we just find a way to move forward that's not caught up in like why did you say that like you shouldn't that's not allowed you know yeah, <laughs> yeah I see what you mean okay cool thanks I think that'll be useful for a lot of people what um then <laughs> um just before I ask you to leave a question for the next person yeah. 
Um, I want to ask you one more. Just in general, like, um, what do you wish I had asked you in this interview? What did you have in your head that you wanted to talk about? Anything okay. in particular? Um, if not, any insight or wisdom that you yeah. want to share? Yeah. Um, so, so no, I actually didn't. I kind of went into this just sort of like fresh and yeah so I, I didn't actually sort of have kind of like an expectation of like what we would necessarily touch and I've loved these questions it's been great um maybe if I were to leave some kind of final comment sort of thing um I guess I would say that um yeah oh goodness I feel like I'm on the spot sorry um no, I would right. say I would say make the most of the fact that so if there's one thing I've heard from like the artists and the people that I've interviewed right which mm -hmm. to me just seems like such a beautiful strength in web3 um you know if you if, if there's something that you want to kind of put out there if there's something you want to create if there's something that you've had inside of you um like really do try and find your community um and know that you 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 will be able to find people that you will feel safe with and it might not necessarily be in necessarily even the bigger communities that that you know there are some that talk about diversity and then some people feel let down by them like um you know people of color i've heard people sort of express some kind of issues or disabled people. So there are, and there can be, but within that you can still find your, your people. Um, and because we are early and there will, you know, like there's, 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 there's every reason why it's worth kind of going for it. There's every reason why it's worth connecting people, making new friends, and figuring out like you know what's important to you either in terms of like creating things or it could be like trying to create some kind of financial stability and learning with people so that you don't make sort of the glaringly terrible mistakes and like hopefully can sort of you know build something for your future um it would be that it would be don't be yeah like as an as a neurodivergent person mm -hmm. I felt like safer than I ever have been to just kind of be in this space and not be made to feel weird which is kind of what I'm used to mm -hmm. um so so yeah like find your people and and dm people like and and have fun good yeah I guess if it, if it doesn't exist yet like you say either it will or you have the chance to make it yourself as well if if you're extroverted I mean this is another thing no? that some people are going to be shy about putting themselves out there even so but oh, um, yes. anyway okay so leave me a question for the next person okay it doesn't it so doesn't have to be blockchain related but it can be okay um yeah I would like to make it blockchain related I would like to ask the next person um like what most what most excites them um, that they have seen within Web3 that they don't think would have been possible otherwise? Okay, hold well on, I'm gonna write it. What? I mean, it is recorded, but <laughs> in Web3 that wouldn't have been possible otherwise, right? Yeah. Interesting. 
because you get um you get people uh come on and some of the questions are quite similar which is fine because you know everyone who answers oh. them is different yeah. and you get a different answer yeah. i haven't had this one before okay cool all right, well, it's been lovely to meet you. Um, Same, it's been a pleasure. It's been really nice. And um, yes, I will uh, say goodbye. Thanks for coming on. And uh, we will be in touch Thanks soon. Thank you. Yeah, have a great day. You too. Gracias. Gracias. Chao, chao.